Welcome to Vocab Lab, where we dissect and disseminate words that can boost your language skills and help you ace those standardized tests. I'm your host, Amber. And I'm Jack. Together, we're going to explore vocabulary that's not only impressive, but also incredibly useful. On today's episode, get ready to meet a friendly word, a hardship, and a harmonious term. Stay tuned to discover how these words can elevate your communication. Let's dive in with our first word, affable. That's A-F-F-A-B-L-E, affable. This adjective is something you'll want to be described as since it means friendly, good-natured, or easy to talk to. Now, if you think of someone who's affable as someone you can approach and have a chat with, aka someone who's able to aff or engage with others, it might help you to remember the meaning. The roots of the word affable stem from the Latin word affabilis, which means approachable. And that comes from afari, meaning to speak to. This word is commonly confused with amiable, which also means friendly, but affable usually refers to someone's manner or behavior, while amiable often refers to someone's character or disposition. Let's hear it in two sentences. The affable waiter made us feel at home with his warm greetings and casual banter. Kevin's affable nature made him the perfect candidate for the role of community liaison. Up next is the word privation. Try spelling that with me, P-R-I-V-A-T-I-O-N. It's a noun that describes a state of extreme hardship or deprivation where the basic necessities of life are not available. Think of privation as a severe version of private or deprived from what one needs. It often gets mixed up with deprivation, which can also mean a lack of material benefits, but is not as severe as privation. Here's your etymology lesson. Privation comes from Latin privatio, meaning a taking away. It originated from privare, which means to deprive. Example sentences, please. The survivor told his harrowing tale of privation on the deserted island, living without food or fresh water for weeks. During the war, many civilians experienced terrible privations, such as shortages of food, heat, and medicine. The last word on our list today is consonant, spelled C-O-N-S-O-N-A-N-T. It's a wonderful word that functions as an adjective meaning in agreement or harmony with. To remember it, you might associate it with the musical consonants when notes are in harmony. This shouldn't be confused with the noun consonant, which refers to a class of speech sounds. And where does consonant come from? It comes straight from the Latin consonare, meaning to sound together, from com, meaning with, and sonare, meaning to sound. Let's put it in sentences. The company's environmentally friendly policies were consonant with its commitment to sustainability. My personal ethics are consonant with the principles advocated by the charity I volunteer for. All right, Amber, let's have some fun with a quick fill-in-the-blank quiz. I'll give the sentence with the word blank in it, and you'll guess which of our three words fits the bill. Ready? Bring it on, Jack. Question one. When I met her daughter for the first time, her blank demeanor immediately put me at ease. That must be affable. Correct. Question two. Despite the blank he suffered from years of living in poverty, he maintained an optimistic outlook on life. That's privation. Spot on. Our third question. Make sure the new company policy is blank with the existing laws. That would be consonant. Nicely done. How about this? He was known as a blank host who could make any guest feel welcome. Oh, that's affable for sure. Indeed. What about this one? 
the photojournalist aimed to capture the blank that people endured in the conflict-stricken area. That's a clear reference to Privadion. Correct. Last one. The team hoped their project goals would be blank with the organization's vision for the future. I'd say consonant fits perfectly there. Great job, Amber. Before we continue with a quick refresher, remember to stay with us for a glimpse back at the vocabulary from our last episode. Ostentatious, garish, and culpable. These words are just as crucial to your vocabulary building journey. Let's quickly review the words from our previous episode. First up, we have ostentatious, O-S-T-E-N-T-A-T-I-O-U-S. It's an adjective meaning showy or designed to impress. Example, his ostentatious display of wealth at the party included a diamond-studded suit and a gold cane. Next is garish, G-A-R-I-S-H. This adjective describes something that is excessively bright and showy, often to the point of being in poor taste. In an example sentence, the diner's garish neon lights could be seen from blocks away. And our final word from last time is culpable, C-U-L-P-A-B-L-E. It's an adjective meaning deserving blame. Example, the CEO was found culpable for the financial misconduct that led to the company's downfall. We hope these words have taken root in your memory. Do download and listen to our next episode of Vocab Lab, where we'll introduce three new words and quiz you on the terms from today. Affable, privation, and consonant. That's episode one. And thank you all for tuning into Vocab Lab today. If you have questions or vocabulary words that you would like to suggest for future episodes, please get in touch at vocablab at pagepods.com. Our email address is also in the show notes. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app and consider leaving a review so that others can learn more about us. To stay up to date on the latest episodes and for show transcripts, subscribe to our newsletter at vocablab.pagepods.com. The link is also in our show notes. We'll be back soon with more words to explore. Until then, keep learning and growing your vocabulary.